Hi, this is Shamina. This is a Two Quick Things podcast. I'm going to jump right in based off the topic that I mentioned I would talk about this week, which was uh, my being able to attend the Maitachi retreat in Cancun earlier this month. Um, it was about a week ago at this time. I'm going to jump right into the lessons because I like to keep the show less than 20 minutes if I can. So if I don't hit all the points, I'll do another episode later as I continue to unfold and uncover all the things that I've picked up and I'm discovering about myself and being in this space. So some lessons that I learned in no particular order, show up to the party. So show up even when you're nervous and even if you don't know anybody. I was super nervous to go on this experience, not because I didn't feel like I belonged, but I didn't know that I would if I would fit and if I would find my crew, um, my people, et cetera. Um, I didn't know anybody going in. So that already had a le- given me a level of anxiety of what do I say? How do I orchestrate meeting up with people? But I was so grateful to be in a space where I, once I relaxed and got over myself and the nerves and was like, I'm here, so let me just go ahead and be myself because that's all that I know how to be. Then I found the people that I was supposed to find and connect with. Um, So that was one, show up to the party even if you don't know folks, if you don't have any defined connections before then, and what will be yours and the people that you're supposed to connect with will find you and you will find them, and it will just happen. my leak orchestrated this event and the timing of it, the people who were roomed together or in the same building, the folks who were invited. It was really intentional. And she talked a little bit about reading each application and wanting to find like connecting groups of people who had things in common. Not that she was giving us the name of the person, but knowing that in that space, we would gravitate towards each other. And we certainly did. Another thing I learned is that as much as it it was a go into a space and hope that you find people, stretch yourself to find your crew. And then I realized when I stopped and relaxed, my crew also found me. So um, major shout out to Teresa and Joy. Those are two women that are in my crew. We have a group text called The Crew. And when I relaxed a little bit, and realized what what is for me will be me. I found my crew and they found me and it was seamless. I I was trying to think about how that happened so quickly. And I did the thing that is so natural to me, which is kind of nurturing and caring in a very a way that is very specific to me, that just it was necessary at the moment and it just turned a quick corner and it was so um, divine how it happened. I can't imagine not having spent that much time with these two specific people and connecting offline and it just gelling and working. And I'm so grateful for that. Another piece of lessons I learned being my whole self. So there, there's a few pieces in that, um, as a gay black woman, that is masculine presenting, I wasn't sure how I was going to be received showing up. I knew I had, I I wasn't going to do anything. I wasn't going to try to stunt and be the things that I'm not or dress in a manner that I don't normally dress or engage. But I didn't know how that was going to work with other people. 
So, but then I was like, I don't know how any, I didn't want to go in and perform. Um, I wanted to show up as myself. And um, when I did that, again, it took me like a few hours, like once I got there to kind of relax and do that. But when I did, number one, there was a whole group of queer women that I didn't, I was like, I knew that one other was there, but then it's like out of the woodworks, there were like four or five, maybe six of us. And I'm so not used to being in spaces where I am with queer black women. I was, I was floored. And so once I got over that part of seeing like other people who, um, in this instance, who love like I do, maybe not identical, but they love like I do, um, I was like, we're everywhere. And then Teresa was like, yes, girl, we are everywhere. It's just uh, you open yourself up. And when you relax into that space of not performing, not stunting, if you don't normally stunt like that, and when you show up as yourself, again, you will start to see people who you have these connections with or there's overlap. And it is powerful and then you can really relax and let your hair down. There was a point at the the last um, party, and I won't go through, obviously, all of the weekend's events. Um, you can follow um, the number of people. If you follow the hashtag MTY, my taught you retreat, um, and there's a Facebook or uh, not a Facebook account, Instagram account, you will see that all of the things that happened. So I'm not going to recap that because it was so it was such a profound experience. It's it doesn't make sense for me to try to recount that. And I was really in the moment in there, but there was a point at that last night, it was Sunday night. There was a birthday party. So my leak's 40th birthday, shout out to her birthday. And I love me some gospel music. Um, I love a little bit of gospel music that you can turn up to as well. I mean, I love lots of different kinds of music, but when the DJ, um, Olivia, DJ Olivia dope, when she started playing like, Kirk Franklin and the song from Sister Act 2, I don't even know the song, Joyful, Joyful. Um, that, like, I felt like I could turn up. And, like, the dance floor was full of people turning up, having a little bit of that the, the good juice. And I was like, yes, I want to be in a space where it doesn't feel taboo to dance and rock out to, like, gospel music. So that point I was like, yes, like this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Um, but yeah, so showing up as myself really ended up paying off. And I, I am forever grateful of the, the connections I was able to make individually. Cause I'm not a large group connecting person for me. It's, I really thrive on the one-on-one -on -one interactions, which I've talked about in other episodes and the, the keeping that same energy after. So I've certainly connected with a few folks online. I have, uh, there's another NorCal person up here. So we're meeting up. Um, by the time you listen to this, we will have met up already, which is great, but I'm really about taking what's there and engaging kind of on a deep level and then take that off and away from the party. Cause for me, those are the places where it's going to feel sustained and where I'm actually going to have that growth. Um, one of the other things that I appreciated not experience, experiencing and not experiencing, I loved that people weren't really bound by their titles or what they did, unless there was something, someone that we knew very publicly, like Yvonne Orji or Levy or Malik. For the most part, I didn't, with exception to a few people, I didn't know their titles or like what they fully did um, and their day to day. And I think that was so 
valuable and it really helped me to connect with some people who I may have otherwise been intimidated to to connect with or engage with, to be real honest. And I love that that wasn't a thing and people could just show up and be and relax. And they showed certainly parts of themselves, but it wasn't in the, at least the folks that I engaged with, it wasn't in this like, I am grand and this is like a gravitas moment for me to do X, Y, and Z. I love that. Another piece that I loved that I didn't realize until I was talking about it with my wife is that, because I felt like, again, in the um, showing up to the party, even when you don't know about, know anyone, I was like, oh, I have to like bring my best in terms of my wardrobe. And don't get me wrong. I certainly shopped um, because I'm human and I was going someplace that's warm and where I live is constantly cold. I have on a sweater and jeans right now, but it wasn't, it was about the clothes and then it also wasn't about the clothes or the appearance. Um, and I loved that because it emphasized to me that yes, we can show up and we can be all things glamour looking good. And it was really about the core of those conversations and the magic that happens when somebody opens their, opens their mouth and they, they see you and you see them and then you connect on that level. And when I tell you there is nothing like being gassed up by a black woman, like there's nothing like it, zero. So there were times when I was like, okay, my outfit looks good. I'm feeling good. I'm going to walk out and, and somebody would be like, okay, hat, I see you. Or okay, glasses. And then like, I certainly had a pep in my step and it just became contagious as you saw other women supporting each other, um, other black women, let me be really specific, supporting each other in that way. And I, it made me realize how not used to being in those environments I am, um, just based on, you would think, Bay Area, lots of black folks. In my line of work, there aren't a lot. Um, so I really basked in that. And it's, it's, it's made me really think about how do I support other black women, um, regardless of age, like if they're similar in age, younger, older, how do I support black women on the day to day and make that something that is consistent and that is sustainable and that feels authentic to me. So if that's saying something to somebody I see in person, uh, giving like an authentic gassing someone up online or in their comments or sliding them a message and just valuing what black women do, that's a, that's a huge lesson that I saw there and something that I realized I don't get that very often. And so I don't know how to give that very often, but being in those like four days, three nights or something along those lines, I, that was so important and really became, oh my gosh, how do I take this very valuable lesson back of uplifting myself, but uplifting other black women, because we just don't get it regularly. There's a lot of things out there to distract, um, everybody from celebrating black women. And this was a super valuable experience for me in celebrating, learning how to celebrate myself and then uh, emphasizing the importance of celebrating other black women. And that becomes contagious. Like you, there's no, there's no other feeling like it. And I loved that. Let's see. What are the other things that I learned? Um, I 
take the advice of the host. So uh, before we got together, there was a Facebook group and then subsequently an app that uh, Miley kept pushing us to introduce ourselves and to engage on the Facebook group and the app and to set up something. She, she mentioned an article that I'll, I'll try to find, but I don't know if I will be able to remember it. Um, research around when you go to a workshop like this or a retreat and making sure that you make some sort of plan to engage with somebody in person. So you make a plan to meet up with someone when you get there. So you have an automatic like connecting point with someone or how do you um, engage with the platform that you use to connect before you get there. So you feel like you're already engaged in this thing that you know is going to be great. And then it translates in person. So I'm super appreciative that she put that out there and she shared her own experience of having gone to a retreat or a workshop or a conference and not having done that and kind of staying to herself and vowing to not do that again. So a lesson, take the advice of the people who are giving that to you. So read, the, read the emails, read the Facebook uh, announcements, read the, the stuff on the app or the Instagram that encourages you. Uh, in ways to maximize your experience. Because if I hadn't done that and met up, set up a meetup with Morgan or hadn't been um, messaging back and forth with Teresa, I probably would have had a different experience. Um, and I wasn't like super active on there. But for me, again, it's the one-on-one -on -one and that's where, that's where I feel like I can be the most impactful and have the, feel the most impact for myself. So I had to be true, um, to myself and how I was going to engage even and coupled with the stretching myself part. So I was really appreciative. Take that advice, pay attention to it, give that advice to people. If you are hosting an event before they get there. So they have some sort of comfort for the people who are pushing themselves out there for the first time and are not fully sure how to engage. And Lastly, I will say for this part of the show, I will say um, being amongst that many black women and I wasn't like at a church conference like I used to be back in the day was phenomenal. There are no words. I cannot describe it. There may be a time when I can find the words and describe it, but I think I wrote on my Facebook. It was something that I didn't know that I ever needed. And I'm glad I have to I don't have to be without that space again. And it really emphasized to me pushing myself to come out of my quiet person shell and um, the introvert shell. And I'm not even generally quiet because once you get to know me, I have a super slick mouth um, and I will see and notice those things that lots of people don't. Um, lots of it I keep to myself. Um, but when I got comfortable with my crew, it felt really nice to be able to to, to say those things that I had been thinking. And none, none of them are harsh or unkind. They're just smart ass in nature. And that's part of who I am. And I know that that doesn't work for everybody. So I have, I have to feel comfortable when I let those little pieces out. So, but there's nothing like being in the space with all black women with no drama, no ego. People were just there themselves relaxing and opening themselves up to inviting other people into who they are, inviting other people to sit at their lunch table, literally, or their dinner table, literally, and being so inclusive. I just, there's no words. One day I will have the words, but again, it was everything I didn't know that I needed. And I was exactly in the right place at exactly the right time in my life to really appreciate that and learn how to pour back into people um, and as well as be poured into. And that's one of the things that I wrote. Ooh, I almost got emotional. 
That's one of the things that I wrote on my application is that I didn't really know. Oh, it's hitting me now. I didn't really know how to let other people pour into me um, because I know how to pour into other people really well and distract myself from, from myself. So, ooh, I'm not even going to cut that out because it, it's a very real moment. I felt poured into, I felt seen, I felt heard, I felt loved. And that experience owes me nothing. I owe everything to it. So, ooh, okay. Let me take a sip of tea and I'll be back in a second. All right, so there's that. That was an unexpected bout of emotion, but I have been super emotional since I got back. So thank you for listening. Alrighty, so podcasts and book recommendations. So podcast recommendations. Um, the My Taught You podcast by My Leak. Obviously, I would not have been able to be a part of that retreat had I not known and did a deep dive from years ago from her first podcast um, onto um, this point. So that podcast is everything. It is a bunch of life lessons, life hacks, lessons learned. Don't step in this because I stepped in it or don't do that because that's never a good look type of advice from, um, I'm going to say my cousin, my leak. Um, the last morning that we were there, she came over to our breakfast table for so a few of us who were there around like 7, 7.30 and just spent a good 30, 40 minutes talking to us. And I will forever be grateful for that, for being seen and heard in that moment and for having uh, the things that she was sharing about her experience in planning and bringing her son, et cetera. That podcast is a gem and super. it's free. So take, take listen. That's all I got to say. Listen to it. Um, Let's see, the next podcast, um, there's one, it's a little bit nerdy, it's called The Axe Files. Um, it's by, I can't even remember the guy's name, but it is a CNN podcast. And it's super political, so he sits down, he used to be one of the government officials under the Obama administration and helped him, I think, get into office and was an integral part of that. Um, it can be dry and it can be boring, but it is, it is smart and... Uh, there are things that you learn about the people that he interviews. So he did one with Barack Obama last year in 2018, but the, he just recently did one with Valerie Jarrett, who was one of the senior advisors to President Obama. And it was so good. It was, I don't even have the words for that. She also has a new book coming out. Um, it's out right now. And I think she's about to be on a book tour or is on one. Um, it's just a really good, bright, smart podcast. And I love that. Um, and another black woman who is doing some great things out in the world. So, um, and lastly, book recommendations. I just started this book, um, and I got it from the retreat because we were asked to bring a book to swap a book, um, while we were there. Um, I brought the gifts of imperfection by Brene Brown and I received the alchemist by, uh, Paolo Coelho. I'm going to say that wrong. You'll see it in the show notes. Thank you for your patience. Um, shout out to Courtney from the Millennial Dreamers podcast for the book. Um, so she, it was her book she wrote in there. Um, and I realized that we had had a, a few connecting points earlier in the weekend. So um, I haven't finished the book. I'm in the first maybe like 50 pages and I've already wanted, th wanted to throw the book across the room um, three times in what I've read and where I see myself in that. So Thank you um, for that and the experience of uh, 
having that book. I'm excited to read it. Um, and I hope I don't throw it too far across the room. Oh my goodness, I'm at 20 minutes. I'm going to end here. Uh, you can find my, uh, you can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook under two quick things. You can listen to the show. If you're listening now, you already know where to listen, but I'm on Apple podcasts, Google play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Um, thank you for listening. And I'm super excited even for the next episode that I have, um, coming up in the next week. So let me know what you think and I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.